Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of What Would Naomi Do? Thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. I just cannot say thank you enough. Um, my views have been going up. People have been sharing my podcast. I am now on Apple Podcasts, which is extremely exciting. So thank you, everyone. I was extremely conflicted when thinking of what I wanted to discuss on this episode. There was three topics that was weighing heavy on my heart, and all three of them are extremely important to me. There are things I want to discuss, things I want to talk about, but there's just a certain time frame that I want to do those topics in. So I decided to switch gears today and not talk about something so serious or something so painful. Um, Last night was a new episode of Insecure and last week watching that episode of Insecure I wasn't moved in the way to say, you know what? I want to talk about this on another episode of my podcast. I want to discuss this. Nope. It just didn't happen for me last week. But after watching last night, oh, I was definitely like, oh my goodness. I cannot wait to talk about this episode on my podcast. So here we are. So just to give you a catch up, last week of Insecure, Molly and Issa still hadn't made up. They still weren't speaking. Um, Lawrence reached out to Issa. They met up and had a little date, like a low-key date. Um, they had a really good night. They met up for drinks, had dinner. Uh, after dinner, they kept the date going. They went to an art walk, and they just were vibing, having a good time. They ended up going back to Lawrence's house. Um, one thing led to another, or should I not say that? Maybe one thing did not lead to another. They wanted to have sex with each other that was the vibe that was the energy and that's exactly what happened um I really didn't feel like there was much to discuss last week in regards to that episode it was like okay it was super cute right like the entire time I was watching it I was smiling from ear to ear it was just super cute but in the back of my mind I was just like no Issa don't do it girl don't do it I just feel like Lawrence is kind of confused he's it's like he was still in contact with condola at this point um she had texted him he responded they were supposed to meet up that night i guess he was after he hung out with Issa, he was going to meet up with condola and i feel like personally me my opinion i do believe in my heart if lawrence would have met up with condola they would have had sex um so it's like I'm just worried about Issa. I want her to protect her heart. I want her to protect her feelings. But let's move right on. So last week's episode was super cute. It was really just, they were just getting that, getting back to that happy place, Lawrence and Issa. But then there was still no Molly and Issa, which was freaking stressful once again. So now this past episode that just aired last night which is called low-key trying oh it made me feel so let me see i felt so many different emotions watching that episode last night okay like i was in my feelings i really was but before we go there i briefly briefly want to discuss 
Yvonne Orgies. Mama, I made it. HBO special. Okay, so yes, I had been anticipating that special. I was waiting for weeks for that special. So mm -hmm, I'm one of the ones that I recorded it. And it's soon as the recording was finished. Like as soon as I got that little ding. Oh, hey, don't forget your special. I was on it. Like I couldn't wait. I was super excited about it. I had no idea she was that funny. Um, she's funny. Like she's hilarious. I was dying. And it was so nice to see her. She goes back to Nigeria and you see her parents and where she grew up. And it was just beautiful when you see like someone go so hard for their dreams and where they come from. It was just, it was super cute. Her parents are so adorable. Her mother is something else though. <laughs> her mom was so worried about getting lettuce. Like this woman pulled out, Yvonne pulled out so many items that she brought for her family for her parents right all types of food and then she pulls out this very beautiful nice louis bag okay and her mom is still stuck on the lettuce like everything your daughter just pulled out for you and you're still worried about the lettuce it was really funny but it was really cute and you could see it in yvonne's face like she's like this is what i'm used to like it's never good enough i don't think she would ever say that but that's the face that that face she made is that's what I took from that. Like, dang, mom, like, really? Everything I just put out this bag and you still worried about some lettuce? But I mean, that's I don't know. I just thought that was super cute. Um, when she started talking about auto pay, I'm like, damn, I felt that. Like, girl, um, I'm waiting for the day that I can put some shit on auto auto pay, okay? I thought that was hilarious. She's like, because uh, sis was broke back in the day. And it was like, I'm going to pay you when I can. But she said, now she's on auto pay and it's the best feeling ever. Oh, I thought that was hilarious. She's like, go ahead. Take the money when you're supposed to. It's supposed to come on the 15th every month. No problem. Get it on the 15th every month. Like, she was really funny. I was cracking up the entire time. She, uh, when she mentioned dating, <laughs> she was saying like, isn't there a rule for women on the first date? You're not supposed to order more food than the man. And I'm looking like, wait, say what? If that is a rule, that is a rule I never knew about. And if I did know about it, um, that is not a rule that I would apply to myself. I don't care what a man orders when I go out on a first date with this man. If I'm hungry, I'm going to order exactly what I like. If I'm less like, okay, I'm not that hungry, I probably will get a salad and a drink or something, you know, but I'm not going to determine what I order for myself based off what a man orders. Like, that's crazy. And women, if that's what y'all doing out there, y'all got to stop. If a man wants to take you on a date, he's interested in you, right? Who cares if he orders a freaking salad and you want the lobster and steak with mashed potatoes and some vegetables on the side and you want an appetizer to start with girl order your appetizer to start with order your steak and lobster like i had no idea women were going on first dates thinking about this like mm, let me wait and see what he's going to order and then i'm gonna see what i'll order based off what he ordered no not me that's not how i roll i'm gonna order what i want to order and i mean <laughs> i don't understand like does that mean a woman is just hungry I just, I don't get that logic. I don't know. Me personally, you ask me on a date and we went to a restaurant. I'm not going to just be like ordering five meals. 
But if I want an appetizer, I'm going to say, hey, you want to share an appetizer? You want to get an appetizer? And I'm going to order my meal exactly what I want. And if I'm in a mood for a drink, I'm going to get that too. So I'm really happy I never heard of that rule. Um, I feel bad for women out there who are actually <laughs> listening to that rule and living by that rule. It's not for me. It ain't for me. And then it was super funny. She said, like, um, when you go out on a date and you do follow that rule and a man orders something that's like $13, she's like, oh, shit. OK, so I'm going to have to get a salad and some water. Oh, my goodness. It was hilarious. She's like, can I get uh, a glass of water with extra lemons and extra sugar? <laughs> she's like, no, I don't want a lemonade. I want the water with extra lemons and extra sugar. I was dying. Like, this woman is funny. If you haven't seen her special on HBO... Please go support that woman and go watch her special. It was amazing. She came out and killed it. She looked amazing, per usual. Like, on the show Insecure, Molly dresses her butt off, okay? The girl comes with the fashions. And on the show, she came out in this black shorts, leather get-up situation with these thigh-high leather boots. The girl looked good, like. She always looks good. She's a beautiful woman. I freaking love her. And yeah, her special was great. Oh, and another thing she mentioned, she said like, um, you know, like booty calls, there's foodie calls. Oh my goodness. I was so weak. That was so funny. It's like, sis, now you giving up our secrets, which I'm sure men, there's men out there who already know like, okay, this girl's only calling me because she want to go eat. Like, that was hilarious. She said, those are foodie calls. Like, when you're so broke, you have to go on dates with a man for some food. <laughs> I'm like, she is so crazy. But she's so relatable. Like, and then even her, uh, she was doing a lot of jokes, like, um, you know, speaking in her Nigerian accent. And it was hilarious. Like, you can tell there was a lot of people in her audience who were Nigerian because they they understood everything she was talking about. They understood the phrases, but it was hilarious. I want to see her live. Like, I have to see her live because that's how great it was. So I'm really excited for her. And it was amazing seeing her in that light. I had no idea she was a comedian. Okay. I did not know that. I can be honest and say I never knew that about her, but she was great. And I'm super excited for her and what's to come. Okay. So back to insecure now that we've talked about that i had to speak on yvonne orgy's special i had to i could not do this episode without recognizing that beautiful woman how talented she is how just freaking funny she is okay so now that we've done that back to the episode of insecure that just aired last night if you have yet to see that episode that aired last night please hit pause go watch the episode and then come back and then if you're not already follow me on twitter so we can engage i cannot express that enough a lot of people who know me personally have texted me <laughs> and we have engaged but i want people who are listening who doesn't you guys don't have the luxury to just text me and call me and say hey this is how i feel about your episode please follow me on twitter at wwnd underscore so we can discuss and engage i want to hear what you guys have to say your opinions your feelings and your feedback so this past episode of insecure was called low-key trying which i love these titles okay i love them uh 
it starts off with Lawrence and Issa just on the couch watching TV, just vibing, um, looking super happy. Just they show like over a period of time, right? That's how the show starts. Like just Issa and Lawrence hanging out, super tough, spending a lot of time together, um, having a lot of sex. Okay, a lot of sex, and I will say that um, they their scene, their the scenes with them having sex is it's extremely passionate, <laughs> and it's beautiful. Okay, I'm just gonna say that. Lawrence and Issa um, sex scenes are very beautiful. It is like they the chemistry, and that's the that's what's so amazing about acting. Okay, for those of you who do not know, at one point in my life I thought I was going to be an actress, <laughs> but that is the cool part. Like you get into you get into a character, and you become that character, and it's all about like really being the character. It's not about who you are in real life. Like, if that's your man and you guys are vibing, we need to feel that as viewers. And I feel that when I watch Issa and Lawrence making love, I feel it. Like, I feel like it's real. I feel like the passion is real. Uh, it's a, it's just nice. It's nice to see. Um, yeah, it's very beautiful. Okay. I like to see Issa and Lawrence make love. It is what it is. It's very beautiful. Um, and they did a lot of that last night. I mean, they were just going at it. Okay, I always tell my sister when I'm trying to speak about sex or people doing things, I'm, I tell her like, girl, like rabbits, you know, what rabbits do. And she's like, oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. Because I'm always trying to speak in code around my kids sometimes, you know, although I know in her mind, she's probably like rabbits. Mommy, I know what that means. And I'm going to save that. I'm not going to even go into that because that's going to be a different discussion on a different episode. The conversation that I have with my daughter in regards to... Certain things, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're gonna save that for another episode. But Issa and Lawrence. Okay, I'm gonna get off of that. Okay, I am a single woman, <laughs> so clearly I'm not getting no action. So when I see those love scenes, I'm just like all giddy and just smiling like it's happening to me. I don't know. It was just beautiful. Okay, it was beautiful, and I enjoyed it. I really did. But they are, like, vibing. Everything is going good. And then Issa brings up to Lawrence, hey, I have a friend that I was dating, you know, Nathan. And he's moving. And I said, before this started happening between us, you know, I let him know I would help him move. But if that's a problem, you know, I won't do it. And and Lawrence is cool about it. He's like, no, 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 it's good. Don't worry about it. And so then Lisa said, Issa says, well, what, what is this? Like, what are we doing right now? Like, we're hanging out super tough. We're having sex. It's Everything feels amazing. Everything is going great. But what is this? If it's something, like, what are we doing here? And then she asks um, Lawrence, you know, what's going on with you and Condola? And so many words. You know, Issa's crazy. She didn't just come out and say that, right? She's, like, hinting around it. Like, he knew that's what she was getting at. Like, oh, am I still talking to Condola? Like, is that, is that the question here? And so he reassured her, like, that's done. Condola and I, we spoke. We know that it's officially over. And I'm just like, yeah, right, Lawrence. We'll see. I just don't believe that. I feel like, uh, I don't know. And we've seen how Nathan was in the kitchen at his house when him and Issa was there helping him move. And she mentioned to him that she was back with her ex. 
Nathan was in his feelings and he started saying all type of stuff about Lawrence. But it's like, I get it because she expressed all this to him about this is how she felt about Lawrence. So of course he has an opinion. His feelings are hurt. He felt some type of way for Issa and he's like, damn, you know? So of course he felt some type of way. But the things he was saying was true. Like, be careful, Issa. I love Lawrence. I do. And Issa was the one that cheated, right? So we can't we can't pretend like Lawrence is the one that cheated because he didn't. It was Issa. But at the same time, I'm just worried. I'm worried about my girl's feelings. I'm worried about her heart. I do not want this man to play with her. And at the same time, I want them to work it out because I love seeing Lawrence and Issa together as one on my tv screen i enjoy it but i want her to be happy i don't i want him to be happy too i don't want him to jump into something if he's still unsure and if he still has feelings for condola because you gotta let's think about this the only reason why lawrence reached out to Issa in the first place is because condola is the one that said to him i think you still have feelings for your ex like nigga did you not realize that before she said that to you and it's like this is i am a firm believer like in in that situation work it out end it like completely before you jump into something else figure out those feelings because look how he did homegirl prior to condola he did her so dirty right it's like that's how dudes be like figure out what you want like if if this is not what you want end it completely before you go on to something else Lawrence was not ready to be in a serious relationship with Condola clearly because the moment she said that to him he left her went home and started texting Issa well he was all on her snapchat smiling reminiscing okay and then he started texting her and this is where we are now so it's like I'm really nervous for her I just I don't think he will intentionally hurt her but I'm, I think because he's so confused about his feelings, he might hurt her. And then he's he might be moving to San Francisco. He had that great job interview. He said it went extremely well. I mean, I know L.A. in the Bay, that's not really a big distance, right? But he's not going to be just right there like he has been. And who knows? He might cheat on her trying to, you know, have revenge. I don't know. I don't want to think negative about it. I really want them to succeed. I want them to be happy. I love black love. I love seeing them, like I said before. So I'm rooting for them. Yes, I am. But at the same time, I have my reservations. And I'm just worried about my girl, Issa. Okay? Uh, So also in this episode, we see how Molly speaks to her therapist about her friendship with Issa. Once she started speaking to her therapist about it, I thought like, okay, this is moving in the right direction. She clearly misses Issa. Issa clearly misses Molly. But then the therapist asked Molly, do you want to repair your friendship? And Molly didn't give us an answer. She sat there quietly like she had this thought in her mind, like, do I really want to repair my friendship with Issa? And so I I was a little worried by that. Like, what's the hesitation for? Why didn't we get an answer? What does that mean? Oh, by the end of the episode, we knew exactly what that meant. And she made her feelings very clear. And it broke my heart. It really broke my heart. Like, I want Issa and Molly to work it out. I want them to come back to where they were. I don't understand why Molly is such a grudge holder. Like, the therapist pointed out to Molly, you've had issues with like six different people. 
And the therapist said, yes, they were wrong. But maybe your reaction to what happened was wrong. Maybe your delivery when speaking to them about what happened was wrong. Like, figure out what role did you play in all six situations with these people where you've had conflict. What role did you play? And that's what people don't do. People don't, they always want to point fingers. Oh, you did this, you did that. One thing, let me tell you one thing I don't like. I'm the type of person, if I care about you, I care about the relationship, the friendship, whatever it is, right? If I sincerely, genuinely care about you and that relationship and something occurs where I'm hurt, you hurt my feelings or you did something that made me feel like, why would you do that? Like, you care about me. So why would you hurt me like this? Right. And I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. I say to myself, hey, maybe that wasn't done intentionally. Maybe that person didn't mean to hurt you because they're they're your friend. They care about you, right? They love you. So give people the benefit of the doubt. That's how I see things. So then I go to someone and say, hey, this is how I was, this is how you made me feel in this situation. And I just want you to know, because I don't think you did it intentionally, but I just need you to know, like, this is how you made me feel. And let's talk about it, right? So we can move forward. And this is what I can't stand. Like you, you put it out there. You, you open up a conversation and you say, "Hey, let's talk about it." Is there something I've ever done to you? And the person's like, "No, you've always been a good friend. I love you, and I didn't know I made you feel that way. I'm sorry. You know, it wasn't my intentions." Okay, well, let's move forward, right? And then something else occurs, and the person is like showing you again they're not a good friend, or they did something that was very hurtful, and it's like, "Damn, what's the problem here?" Like I thought we just got past one bump in the road now here we are at another but I love you enough to work it out right and then the person says oh well back a long time ago you did this and it's like wait 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 wait, pause so we didn't had several conversations where you've had opportunities to express to me if I've ever done anything to make you feel some type of way and you've continuously reassured me that there's nothing I've been a good friend to you you love me let's keep it moving let's move forward you know, my bad, blah, blah, blah. But you've never once said to me, you've hurt me in the past or you've done this to make me feel some type of way. But all of a sudden, now you got some issues with me. All of a sudden, now you want to bring up something that happened 25 years ago. What? Like, what kind of... Fr- if you are my friend and we are genuinely friends and we're like sisters and we are super close and I've done something to offend you or hurt you, bring it to me. Like, bring it to me. Don't wait for me to come to you and say, hey, girl, I just want to tell you, like, you hurt my feelings when this happened. Okay, I get that. But let me tell you what you did. What? Really? So you can tell me that when it happened? That, ooh, that right there to me, I just, I don't like when people do stuff like that. I don't like it. I don't do any, I don't do that, right? If someone comes to me and says, I try, I hear them out. And I try to apologize genuinely. It's not my intentions to hurt people. Like, I'm not a bad person. I don't want to hurt anybody, right? But we're human. So sometimes it happens. And you do it sometimes without knowing, okay? But when it's being made aware to you that you've done this to someone, you just be sorry about it. Take accountability for what you've done. Apologize. Make things better and move forward, okay? That's what you do, especially as adults, But when you're harboring something and you don't bring it up until you want to use it as ammunition, then it's like, maybe I should reevaluate this friendship as a whole, right? So anyways, we see 
Molly calls, not Molly, sorry, Issa reaches out to Molly and she says, hey, let's meet up for lunch. But we all see what led up to that. Issa wanted to talk to somebody about being back with Lawrence and her somebody is Molly. And the fact that she couldn't just call Molly and say, hey, this is what I'm going through. It was killing her. And she finally realized, like, I miss my best friend. This is the person I talk to about everything. And right now, and I can't even just pick up the phone and call her. That's a problem. Oh, it was so stressful for me watching her on that damn phone, trying to figure out who to call. We kept seeing Molly's name. It's like, just just hit it. Just hit Molly, girl. Just hit Molly. So she called uh, Kelly. Kelly didn't answer. She left a message. And then she, you know, she was just thinking about if she did call Molly, how would it go? And she was saying, like, I miss you. You're my best friend. I want to talk to you. So she ended up calling her. They met up. She left a message. They met up for lunch. Uh, Molly came through. When Molly came in that diner, in that blue set, the boots. Oh, the girl can dress. Can someone tell me who's dressing her on these episodes? Is that like her stylist in real life? Because she dresses good in real life too. But when she co- on the show, Molly comes through. Okay, I'm loving these outfits she had on this past episode. The turtleneck look at the end, she killed it. She comes through with the fashions. Okay, so we have to acknowledge that. And not only do we acknowledge the fashions, can we acknowledge the fact that Carrie Washington? directed this particular episode and from what i hear from yvonne she did a live with Issa weeks ago we very long time ago and she was speaking about the episode that carrie washington directed and she said carrie pushed them to a whole different limit of acting she said like she's been pushed before and she's had to go deep before but carrie was like "Mm -mm, mm -mm. cut i know you have more in you in there I need more. You need to give me more. There's something in there that I'm looking for and you're not giving it to me. And Yvonne said, she was like, if this bitch say cut one more time. (laughs) But the episode was amazing. So shout out to Kerry Washington for pushing. Okay. They killed it. The end had me crying. I'm going to be honest. I I felt Issa's pain at the end. Okay. And maybe I'm just jumping all over the place and I'm skipping parts and I'm moving too fast. But I cried at the end. I felt Issa's pain. Um, So they were at um, Molly's boyfriend's house, right? It was Molly and her boyfriend. She, they were having a conversation. The fact that Molly is still trying to avoid Victor, her boyfriend's brother. He invited them to a game. She's like, no, how about you guys just go? So she, it's like, Molly, she does not have the emotional intelligence to deal with, uh, difficult situations head on that's my opinion that's my observation when it becomes difficult she doesn't know how to address it she removes herself and when she finally addresses it her delivery is horrible she says things that are just hurtful she goes off the ledge and it's like girl i'm gonna need you to bring it back some like you're a grown woman you're extremely intelligent you need to work on the emotional side like what is up with her any difficult situation that molly faces she does not handle the. She doesn't handle it correctly. She just doesn't. And I'm happy she's in therapy. But it's like, girl, you still have a lot of work to do. Okay, she has a lot of work to do. So, Isha, uh, Isa, and Nathan show up to the house to pick up his last few boxes. They see Molly and her boyfriend having dinner. Molly is like, oh my gosh, y'all. Like she did not want them to stay. But her boyfriend was like, uh, we have more than enough food stay and he's clearly trying to help molly mend her friendship with Issa, right 
So they're vibing. They had dinner. Everyone's having a good time. So now they're in the living room, sitting down, just talking, drinking wine. And her and Issa are vibing. They're talking about memories from back in the day when Issa lived in this apartment that smelled horrible because she had one window above the trash can. (laughs) So they're like reminiscing, right? Having a good time. Molly picks up her phone when her boyfriend goes to the kitchen to get some more wine. She picks up her phone to text him to say, hey, um, you see, I'm trying, right? I'm trying with her. She texts Issa by mistake. So Issa reads the message and you can see in Issa's beautiful little face. Issa is so beautiful to me. Or her little face, like it drops like, wow, really? So she responds, I don't think you meant to send it or I don't think this was meant for me. And so then she gets her stuff. She's like, oh, I think I'm going to go. And they're like, wait, what, what? Nathan and Molly's boyfriend are confused. Like, what happened? What's going on right now? And Molly's like, don't worry about it. I'll handle it. I'll handle it. It's me. I did this. It's me. So Issa walks out. She calls her Lyft, Uber, whatever. She calls her ride. Molly goes out after her. And Issa's like, damn, I'm trying. But it doesn't seem like you are trying. Like, do you not want to repair this friendship? And it's like... Oh, this part just got me so emotional. Um, I am big on friendships. Uh, I don't allow a lot of people in. So when I do, I take it very serious, right? Um, Clearly, if you've listened to my intro, I've had a lot of encounters with girls starting at a very young age where I have been bullied. I have been, like, treated horrible. I've had friends that weren't loyal. I've had friends that would go on the internet and be anonymous and say horrible things about me that weren't true. I mean, I've just dealt with a lot when it comes to friendships and dealing with women. So I am extremely cautious and very careful. Um, I have associates and I have people that I know that I might meet up lunch or something of that nature but I don't get personal I don't get deep there's things about me they don't know they will never know so my actual friend group girls who I consider my friends are friends that I've had for a very long time these are women that I've known for a very long time that I feel safe with so it saddens me when friendships don't work out between women especially friendships that were meaningful and just like it's just, it, it's heartbreaking. Um, it just made, it made me sad watching that episode. Uh, Molly basically tells Issa, um, the person that she is today and the person that Issa is today, they just don't fit. Uh, Issa's eyes just got watery. Oh my gosh, just talking about it now is making me emotional. And to be honest, I think it's, this episode in particular is so heavy for me because one of my closest friends and I have just been at a disconnect. Um, I consider her to be like a sister to me. And we just, it's been months since we've been in a good place with one another. Um, months. It's been a very long time. And although I miss that friend sometimes, right? I have my moments where I miss her and I, I want to call her and I think about her. I think the hurt that I'm experiencing outweighs all of that. I don't think I know for sure. I know for sure. The hurt outweighs all of that. And over the years, I feel like I have been hurt in this friendship um, more than once, right? And it's just like, how many times can you allow someone to hurt you? 
and not even try to see your problem. But once you know they have all the excuses in the world or say, well, this not and it's like no, 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 no. So I think um, the reason why Issa and Molly's friendship is just it's very heavy for me. Okay, I was rooting for them. I wanted them to get back together, and I don't know what's gonna happen. We have two episodes left. Okay, there's two episodes left to this season. Um, so who knows what's gonna happen within these next two episodes? But when Molly said what she said to Issa, and when Issa responded, it it just it broke my heart, and I cried. Okay, I cried. And then the music, oh my gosh, the music they play on these episodes, Issa. I, are they are they showing us the artists at the end and I'm just not getting it? Like, I need to know who, you know, like, who are these people? I know um, last night's episode, I was able to find the ending song. It's called Nothing Without You. And I'm not even going to try to pronounce this lady's name because I don't want to screw it up. But um, she's talented. I ended up downloading like three of her albums. Oh, actually... One, two, three, four. Yeah, four of our albums I downloaded last night because she has a beautiful voice. And yeah, I fell in love with the song. But the song was perfect for the ending. And given the situation that had just occurred between Molly and Issa, that conversation, I feel like the song was perfect. And the song made the episode just the ending extremely depressing. They really pick good music. They showcase a lot of local artists or artists who are trying to get out there. And I think that's amazing. Issa is for the people in... I love that about her, but I was really sad with the way that the episode ended and I'm still hopeful. We have two episodes left and I'm just hopeful. Like, damn, we've already had to experience Issa breaking up with Lawrence and us being on the end of our seats. Like what's going to happen next season? What's going to happen? Please don't do that to us again. Like if y'all are still not friends by the end of the season, I'm going to feel some type of way and I'm going to be very hurt by this. And it's funny because it's like, it's just a show. But who cares? It's not just a show. It's extremely relatable. And it's a very good show. Okay? So, I feel it. And I'm just trying to stay positive about this friendship. And hope they get back to their happy place. Like, it's okay to have disagreements. It's okay for things to happen. I know words were said between them. Discuss that shit. Apologize. Take accountability. Hug and love on each other. And then move on. Like, damn, Molly, why is Molly such a grudge holder? She was like that with her father. Like, damn, girl, like you're going to therapy for a reason. Uh, Molly, uh, you know what? Molly irritated me on last night's episode. Molly irritated me. She was working my nerves, although she was looking beautiful and the fashions were just to die for. She was working my nerves. I'm like, Molly. Damn, Issa's trying. What is the issue? <sighs> but you know, yeah, I don't know. We just have to wait and see what happens over the next two episodes. And I cannot end this episode without recognizing the fact that Nathan told Issa that he found out he was bipolar. That was powerful. That black man expressed to this woman that he had been with on so many levels and still, ha- still has feelings for that he found out he was bipolar. And some of you might not understand why I feel like that's so powerful, but it's very powerful. To showcase a black man having mental 
health issues and being able to say out loud, this is what I was experiencing. This is what I was dealing with. I have now found out that I am bipolar. I had to remove myself to get myself healthy, to take the proper steps to make sure going forward, I am in a good mental space. Like it is so important. And I've said this before, and I will say it again. It's extremely important for us as the black community to see black men and black women seeking help, going to counseling, seeking seeking help to a therapist, whatever it takes, right? You want to be mentally healthy, emotionally healthy. Outside of trying to take care of your mental you, you have to, like, look at everything we're dealing with in this world. It's depressing as fuck. I'm not going to say that because, like I said, my grandmother told me, watch what I say on this podcast, which I'm going to, she, she wants me to say what I need to say, right? But she doesn't want me to just be cursing and, you know, using bad language. So for my grandmother, I'm trying my best. <laughs> but yeah, that was powerful. It was powerful. It's important for us in the black community to see shows like this showcasing the importance of mental health and seeking help when you feel like there's something going on. Thank you for giving me 38 minutes of your time. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for your love and your sharing of my podcast. Please go follow me on Twitter at WWND underscore engage. Let me know how you feel. Stay healthy. Stay mindful with everything going on in this crazy world. Take care of yourself. Your peace is extremely important. Your mental health is extremely important. And sometimes you might have to remove yourself from certain people and situations to make sure you are taking care of yourself mentally, physically, and emotionally. Do not put your mental and emotional well-being on the back burner for anyone. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. If you are dealing with depression or you're dealing with emotions that you don't understand and it's taking a big toll over you, I suggest you seek help. Seek a therapist, a counselor. Like, please, your mental health is extremely important. I cannot express that enough. Do not be ashamed. Do not feel like, oh, black people don't go to therapists. We don't do that. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We do. Okay. And it's very beneficial. And to top it off, to make you feel really confident about it, you can get yourself a black therapist. There's lots of them out there. I know that's a thing. You want to feel safe. You want to be in an environment where you feel like the person you're speaking to can relate to what you've been through, can understand what you've been through. There are black therapists out there, so that's no excuse. And if you are a Christian, I am a Christian, you can pray. You can seek the Lord, read your word, go to church, okay? Do all of those things and still get yourself a therapist. God placed these people in the world, okay, to do what they do to make sure his people are getting the help they need when it's needed, So I encourage it. Thank you. I'm excited to hear back from you guys. And I look forward to my next episode. And I hope everyone takes care of themselves and have a blessed week. Thank you so much.